the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program was recorded for broadcast at this time. Welcome to What's the Score, a series solely dedicated to the support of Central Florida small business and entrepreneurs, donated as a community service by Salem Media Group. And now let's head into the Rich Jekyll Score studio with Christopher Hart and Lucy Polito. Hello and welcome to What's the Score, the show designed to help you come up with that winning combination for your business. And as usual, we have the winning combination for you today. Starting with the award-winning score volunteer, Lucy Polito. Lucy, how are you doing today? Well, I can't complain. I, I'd like to, but I have nothing to complain about. Therefore, I am great. <laughs> or if nothing else, you got nobody you can really complain to where you can get some action, right? All right. That's right. <laughs> All right. But anyway, uh, I am Christopher Hart of the American Adversaries Radio Show. But, of course, this show is all about SCORE and everything that SCORE has to offer up to you folks. If you're an entrepreneur, maybe thinking about being an entrepreneur, have been an entrepreneur, uh, maybe just want to know what the business world is all about, and that's a good thing. And all you have to do is get with the folks at SCORE. And they've been doing this a long time, going on 60 years now, so they know what, they, uh, what they're doing. They know the business world, and because they have volunteers by the thousands all across the country, uh, there is no aspect of business that they don't know inside and out. And all you have to do is reach out to SCORE to take advantage of all of these things. And, of course, here in Central Florida, uh, you have the office right there in the National Entrepreneur Center, which is, by the way, that's a very unique uh, situation there at the National Entrepreneur Center. Not all SCORE offices have the benefit of that. But uh, in that center, they have a number of other organizations working to provide services and networking for local businesses. And uh, so what's the score? Once again, in the National Entrepreneur Center, located in the Orlando Fashion Square Mall on the West End, just off of McGuire there. And you can call ahead if if you would like to, pardon me, have a conversation. Call ahead, please, at 407-420-4844 and set an appointment, 407-420-4844. Certainly, if you're in the mall there or in the area, you're welcome to just stop by and see uh, where the offices are and take it all in. But if you once again, uh, and also if you have a question, perhaps it can be answered over the phone. Uh, just give them a call, 407-420-4844. Better yet, go to Orlando.score.org. We will see all the offerings there, uh, educational opportunities, webinars, the newsletter, archives of this show, archives of uh, forms and documents that you can take advantage of. And, of course, all the educational programming, all the mentoring, all of the the documentations and things like that is all offered up at the inflation and deflation-proof price. you got to say it again, Lucy. How much does all this cost? Huh? Every week I, I, I have a sin. I have to say the word. And it is free. <laughs> uh, 
That's right. Absolutely. No charge whatsoever, ladies and gentlemen, for the things that SCORE has to offer. Uh, That's due to grants and sponsorships. They have a lot of great sponsors. And, of course, any donations that you would like to make or if you'd like to be a sponsor of SCORE, uh, it is non-taxable. I'm sorry. It is a, yes, it is a nonprofit organization, so those are tax deductible. All right. And all you have to do to find out about that, if you want to be a volunteer like Lucy, uh, you can do that. Also, follow out, find out all about all of that at orlando.score.org. And the phone number again, 407-420-4844. That brings us to our guest today. Uh, she is uh, a triple entrepreneur. <laughs> we'll, we'll get into all that with her. And uh, also a SCORE counselor herself. So I'd like to welcome to the show today, Marguerite Croteau. Marguerite, how are you doing today? Good, thank you. Yes. Oh, we appreciate Happy you. Happy to be here. All right. And she's given me the permission to call her Margie. So uh, Mar- Margie, uh, yeah, you haven't been on the show before, have you? I don't recall it. No, sir. I have never been on any radio show. Oh, okay. Nothing to it, as you'll see. Uh, but the way we like to start is find out a little bit about the guests themselves before we get to sort of the, you know, the meat and potatoes of the show. So tell us a little bit about your background, sort of resume type stuff. But we also like to know where you're from, where you went to school, that kind of thing. Okay, sure. So I'm a Florida native, uh, born in Daytona Beach. Um, I lived in the state of Maryland in some of my formative years and then came back to Florida for college. Uh, I'm a University of Florida graduate, uh, go Gators. And I have a bachelor's degree in mechanical engineering. Uh, Then I went to work at a major aerospace company uh, down in West Palm Beach called Pratt & Whitney. And there I uh, attended school in the evenings and received an MBA from Embry-Riddle, which is out of Daytona. I worked in aerospace for about 15 years at Pratt & Whitney in various positions uh, from engineering, design engineering of rocket engines, uh, all the way through systems engineering, project management, and then my last role was program director for the C-17 engine program. That's a big military transport airplane, uh, still obviously very successfully flying for the Air Force and uh, the UK uh, today. Uh, And then from there, I went into the power business, the uh, uh, power generation uh, business uh, at GE, uh, General Electric in Atlanta for two years. And then I came back to Florida uh, and I've worked, I worked at Siemens Energy for almost 20 years. Uh, and that's right here in Orlando near UCF. So retired from Siemens in early 2021. So uh, almost exactly three years ago. And uh, I've been enjoying my retirement journey, which has included several business ventures, which we'll talk about, I think, later in the show. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, on my personal side, um, I have a couple of kids. One is fully launched. One is uh, finishing her senior year in high school. And I'm married, and I have quite a lot of hobbies and sports and, and other activities going on. Okay. So we're literally speaking with a rocket scientist today, <laughs> right? You, uh, get that right. By the way, that C-17, isn't that one of the uh, world's largest uh, transport aircraft? 
Uh, yeah, it's one of them. Yeah, it's not the largest, but it's close. There's a larger Russian airplane. Um, and then prior to the C-17, uh, the U.S. had a bigger transport, the C-5. I believe some of those are still flying. But the C-17 is more modern, and it is the core of the military transport um, in today's uh, Air Force. And I believe one of the advantages it has is it can use a much shorter runway. Is that right? Because of the exactly, engines? Exactly, yep. Because of the engines? Exactly, yeah. Yeah, it has short takeoff and runway capabilities, so it can land on unproven airfields. And that's in part due to the use of thrust reversers uh, during flight, which is very unusual. Huh. Um, so, yeah, yeah, it's, right. it's a fantastic airplane. If you ever get the chance to see one in an air show or get close or, or you know, anything, they're, they're fantastic and they've been a great asset to, to our country. Indeed, they have been, as the people who produce them and design them. Uh, Embry-Riddle, also one last question about this, is, uh, you know, most people, like when I hear Embry-Riddle, I think of flight training, in other words, training pilots. But actually, they, they cover, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, all aspects of uh, aerospace uh, mm-hmm. studies. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah. And when I received my MBA, which was uh, back before, let's say, remote learning was was common, all of my classes were live, even though they were taught down in the West Palm Beach area. Um, They were sort of evening evening classes taught by local professors and things. But they had quite and still do have quite a lot of programs around the world that serve uh, military installations around the world. So it is entirely possible to get a degree from Embry-Riddle from various places in the world, and even was back then in the late 80s, early 90s. Um, so in fact, now I hear uh, on the radio, they offer a program in space operations. So it's not just for pilots, they have a good engineering program and many, many other programs. They do lean towards the technical side of things, um, but I know someone actually that got a business degree from Embry-Riddle on the financial side. So uh, yeah, they, they offer quite a lot there in Daytona Beach and elsewhere. All right. Uh, Lucy, do you have any questions along these lines before we get to uh, her businesses? No, but I do have a comment. Uh, Marjorie has been with us, I don't know, maybe a couple of years. She'll tell you how long. But she's been one of the greatest uh, score counselors we've had. And it's amazing because she she can do just about anything. Uh, she's excellent, obviously, at math. She's excellent in organization. She is really a very, very good counselor. So uh, we're very happy to have her. You know, Normally, we have people who have been uh, owners of businesses and stuff like that. But this time... I mean, we, we we obviously look for different types of uh, backgrounds, and uh, we are very happy to have Margie on board. Well, let's get to your businesses, because you had quite a stellar career. Uh, and fascinating. Yeah. I mean, this this is, I mean, very interesting stuff. Uh, and then you walked away from that, and then you got, did at some point along the way, did you, Think to myself, well, when I get out of all this, uh, you know, aerospace stuff, I want to get started. I want to start a business of my own. I mean, how did how did you make that transition? Oh, excellent question, Chris. Thank you. Um, I'd always been interested in uh, uh, real estate, so um, I bought my first home when I was twenty-five, um, and uh, this was down in the uh, Jupiter Tequesta area of Florida. And uh, I had about nine homes over the years um, with my husband as well. 
And we always enjoyed remodeling houses, building houses, uh, fixing things up. And then uh, we started getting into some investment properties um, when I came back to Florida in 2001 and uh, we bought a house over at the beach um, and uh, we fixed up that house over the years, sold it later on, bought another home, Okay. did a major remodel on that one. All right. Well, so real estate always being one of my hobbies. Okay, yes. but right, excuse me. I do have to stop you there because of the break, but we'll pick this up on the other side. Um, once again, <laughs> we're speaking with Margie Croteau. She is an entrepreneur. She's just, just telling us about her businesses, but also she is a SCORE counselor, as you just heard Lucy say. So we're going to find out about how she went from being an aerospace engineer And she's telling us about the the business world. And then we're going to go, well, how'd you go from there to score when we come back with more of What's the Score? We're back. We are What's the Score. And once again, we want to thank you for tuning in. Lucy Polito and myself, Christopher Hart, are joined today by Margie Croteau, who is a score counselor, but also now she's a businesswoman and uh, had quite a career in aerospace uh, industry, and she's literally a rocket scientist. So, uh, Margie, you were just telling us about how all during that career you were developing sort of these uh, remodeling and real estate uh, uh, skills and knowledge in that area of business. And so I, I take it you were leading up to say that that's what, when you got out of the aerospace, it was already, you were sort of already in business. Yeah, well, actually, I was still working, and uh, at this point, I had uh, moved over to the energy power generation business, um, working on uh, power plants and big equipment uh, in the service uh, division of Siemens Energy. And uh, we bought our first uh, rental property in 2014, so about 10 years ago. And uh, that's been my first, let's say, business venture outside the corporate world. Uh, that's been pretty successful. Um, we're actually considering selling the property and moving on to other things. Uh, and that was 2014. And uh, I was still working. And then in early 2021, when I retired, uh, I immediately bought another property, uh, a, a house that was built in the 60s that needed some remodeling. And together with a partner, a friend that lives out of state, uh, her and I remodeled the house, and um, we did everything from beginning to end to rehab this 1960s, early 60s house and turn it into a vacation rental. And so that was my second uh, rental property business. Um, that was a lot of fun working with a close friend and um, uh, all the way through decorating and, you know, buying furniture and getting it 100% ready for a a vacation rental, linens and kitchen things and everything. Um, it was a big project. It was fairly intense and uh, really enjoyed working with a close friend. Um, then it went live in October of 2021. So about two and a half years and it's been pretty successful also. So I've learned quite a bit about uh, vacation rentals and all the business uh, requirements that go along with those. And uh, there's a lot more fees and costs involved than an annual rental. Uh, I would encourage anyone that thinks they can make um, a lot of money on a vacation rental to really fully understand the costs associated with it and the taxes and so forth. 
and the licensing requirements and the liability and the maintenance requirements is quite significant. But I think it's been worth it. Um, and that was my second business. Um, and then the third business I started um, a little over a year ago now. So after I finished with the remodeling the house and launching the vacation rental, um, I started exploring the idea of getting into some consulting. And um, <clears throat> I had always been encouraged by friends during my corporate career to consider consulting <clears throat> uh, as, a, as a possible uh, career after retirement. And about uh, after a year and a half had gone by of retirement, I, I was really ready to re-engage in the business side of things beyond the, beyond the rental properties. So I've been working uh, for a little over a year now as a, as a consultant for a local firm, uh, helping medium-sized businesses in the area uh, improve their operations and be more successful, more profitable. And that's been a, a fairly significant part-time role for me and it allows me some flexibility uh, to look after some of my other business interests, to serve at SCORE as a volunteer and a mentor, uh, which has been really fulfilling uh, and interesting, very, very interesting. Uh, and also have some personal time for travel, uh, for my sports, and, um, and with my second child still in high school. Uh, and her sports. Uh, we're going to see her off to college in the fall somewhere, and we don't know what's next, but it could be some new venture next. So that's where I am. <laughs> wow, quite quite the resume, huh, Lucy? You know where to find them. Yes, absolutely. Uh, very resourceful and very talented in very areas, as you can tell. Absolutely. And, you know, one thing she was saying, you know, about the vacation rentals, there's a lot of ins and outs, you know, you, you hear people, you know, you hear these anecdotal things or even sometimes this stuff on TV, but there's a lot of ins and outs. And if you don't know what you're doing, uh, you're probably not going to survive very long. And that goes for any any business, but but certainly things like vacation, <clears throat> pardon me, like vacation rentals, because people, many people have second homes. And they, oh, yeah, I can make some money doing this. You got to be very careful with that stuff, Margie. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. You know, it, it looks like you get high rates when you go on these platforms, Airbnb, VRBO kind of platforms. Uh, it looks like the rates are pretty high and you think these people are making a ton of money. I am here to tell you that is not the case. There are a tremendous amount of costs involved and the rates that you see from the platforms also charge a fee, not only to you as the, uh, as the renter, uh, but also to the owner. There are fees that you can't see and then there's a tremendous amount of taxes and other costs involved with maintaining the property from lawn service, in our case, a pool service, um, and you know, uh, the cleaning and the, and the use of the, uh, the property. Um, it's a very significant chunk of what you may think is a high rate by the time it gets down to, let's say, recouping your costs. Um, it, is, it is not a, uh, it's not for the faint of heart the costs involved in maintaining a, um, a rental property and doing it well. You know? So, uh, yeah. Now, I mean, there's benefits to that too, of course. If you, if you rent a house from a platform like Airbnb or VRBO, you, you, have, uh, you have more space, you have more amenities, you have privacy, and there's a lot of advantages. And I encourage people to use those platforms. Just know that the uh, rate you're paying is, is, very significantly higher than what the owner is actually receiving for use of the property. We're speaking with Marguerite Cruteau, uh, Margie, 
and uh, she is a score counselor and entrepreneur as uh, she just said three businesses um the consulting one can you flesh that out a little bit more for us sure well in 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 the interest of of privacy of the clients i i don't speak too much about the uh the clients but but we do have some um local and regional businesses that that the company i work for supports um, there are considered mid-sized businesses, anywhere from 20 million to 200 million of revenue. And a lot of the times these are family-owned businesses. Um, these are not publicly held, these are privately held businesses. And in many cases, um, the uh, owners of these businesses are looking to transition. Um, in some cases, you know, you have baby boomers looking to move on to the next phase of their lives and how do they transition their business. Um, helping the businesses position to sell or to transition to the next generation, for example, um, how to make the business more profitable to, to increase its value um, uh, as, it, as it looks to the future to, to sell or to merge with other businesses. Um, and also just to improve business operations, to be more efficient, to make more money, um, to better serve their customers. So those are the kinds of things that the company does um, uh, that I work for. And uh, I'm on my fourth project with the company and I've really been enjoying it. It's been very engaging. It helps me fill some of the uh, gaps that were left after retiring from the corporate career, but in a more flexible way and working with different types of businesses that don't have all that infrastructure and all those resources that the big corporations uh, have. You know, um, for example, at some of these big corporations, we have whole departments for finance, we have whole departments for HR, for communications, for marketing, for sales. And these smaller companies, you have much fewer people doing all these roles in combination. And so they really appreciate some of this um, uh, expertise that comes from uh, the, the bigger organizations that, uh, that where I had spent my corporate career. But now we can help these uh, medium-sized businesses with some of their challenges um, in a more direct way. So I've really been enjoying that. It uh, provides that sense of purpose and um, common goals and teamwork uh, and building professional relationships with very smart, very interesting uh, people. Okay. And then, of course, you also have found time to be a SCORE counselor. Lucy, let me ask you, who recruited Margie? Was it you? No, no, not me. Unfortunately, it was not me. I'm not really sure how she was recruited, to be honest. We might ask her that. Well, who was it? Who, oh, I, how did yeah, you? Uh, well, Doug, uh, a guy named Doug Ware, who used to work at Siemens. Oh, Energy. yeah, I had, Doug. Yeah, yeah I, sure. I had worked with Doug for a few years, and then he retired some years ago, and I would run into Doug at parties and, and so forth around town at various events, and uh, I always said, Doug, how are you? What are you doing? And, you know, Doug's a real friendly guy. I think he used to be vice chair of SCORE, and Doug always said, I'm working for SCORE. It's a great organization, um, and so when I retired after that first uh, venture of um, renovating the house and doing the vacation rental i thought about doug and i thought about score i said maybe this is something i should i should try out and uh i i got in touch with doug and uh yes he's still active with score he is still a mentor 
And uh, I think he's been with SCORE quite a long time now, at least 15 years. And uh, so I applied to be a mentor and, um, and uh, I've been enjoying it ever since. So that was about two and a half years ago. And um, yeah, I've mentored almost 200 clients in that time period. And uh, I'm also serving on the executive team of the local Orlando chapter. And I'm really impressed with the resources that SCORE has and that SCORE provides these small business owners. In fact, I just did a shift yesterday afternoon at the Entre Entrepreneur Center and uh, I had a walk-in client, really interesting um, uh, person. Well, that, I tell you what, uh, can, let's, let's, let's hold it right there. I want to hear about that when, when we come back from the break. All right. Once again, you are listening to What's the Score? And don't forget to check out the website, orlando.score.org, and sign up for the excellent newsletter there. And we will be right back with more of What's the Score? the score once again thanks so much for tuning in and telling your friends and family about the show that's the power of radio we really appreciate that lucy Polito and myself christopher hart are joined today by marguerite croteau margie is who she goes the name she goes by she is an entrepreneur and a score counselor is where we're at now in the conversation uh the the so you were just telling us that uh, – tell us a little bit more about the fellow that she said recruited her. Lucy? Well, he uh, used to work uh, – I think he worked at Westinghouse, what was called then Westinghouse, and then he uh, stayed with the company. And Marjorie, you might, rem you might know what the name of the company is. It's well-known. But um, anyway, he's, he has been with SCORE quite some time. In fact, at one time, he was the head of SCORE uh, for a couple of years. So um, he's been around for a while. So he chose well when he suggested uh, to Margie to join us because we have been very lucky to have both of them, as a matter of fact. They're both very good. Uh, so we have, you know, quality folks. Uh, I would say most of the folks that we have, are professional and very good at what they do and counseling and so on. And certainly Margie is one of them. Doug is another one. So we do have some very good people. And that, Doug, what was his name? Doug, what was the last name? Doug Ware. Doug Ware. That's right. Okay. And so he, 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 he was already, as you said, uh, Margie, he was already at score. You knew him and that's what made the connection. But, but why, what drew you in to score? I mean, because obviously you already had a lot on your plate. Yeah. Yes. Um, well, I was looking to re-engage in the business world because rental property isn't, let's say, um, it, it's not like a, it's, it's operating a business, but it's not in an office environment, I should say. And uh, I also really, it was time to start giving back to the community. Honestly, um, I had worked very hard, uh, in the corporate world, I had raised my family and, and things like that, but I really hadn't done much on the volunteer side. Um, and I had a lot to learn, quite honestly, about small business, and I was looking for opportunities to learn. It's one of those things when you transition uh, to retirement or even before you, you decide to retire, 
it's one of those important things that you do when you're working and maybe you take for granted. And uh, once you're not working, you're, you're thinking, okay, I miss my, you know, some of the challenges that I had. I missed learning, quite honestly. And so SCORE was a great opportunity to learn more about uh, small businesses and also help small businesses at the same time. So I'm, I'm always in learning mode. SCORE has a tremendous amount of classes, webinars, some live classes, and a great deal of recorded material and articles and blogs and things um, on their website. Uh, so it gives all of us an opportunity. It's all completely free. And it gives all of us an opportunity to learn about a small business and get an MBA, uh, so to speak, uh, at our own. There's lots of self-paced training and so forth. So I've really enjoyed the learning aspect as well as helping people. Yeah, Lucy, you want to add to that? Less, okay, she's having a little trouble with the phone connection there. Um, so the so how long have you actually been with SCORE now, Margie? Uh, yeah, since um, well, it's about uh, since December of 2021, so a little over two and a half years. Okay, or almost two and a half years. Yeah, I should say. Yeah. All right. And would you recommend it to someone else? I mean, that, that say your their stage in their career. Oh, absolutely. In fact, you do not need to be retired to be part of SCORE. In fact, I am also on the uh, team that interviews new mentors, uh, prospective volunteers. And uh, the last several that uh, we have accepted actually are still actively working. Uh, they have sufficient business experience to qualify as mentors and volunteers, but they do not have to be retired. And uh, that's been particularly rewarding. We, we like to get people that have, let's say, more modern skills because so many of our clients are looking, SCORE clients, are looking for help with some of the technology like how to use social media for marketing their business. Um, and that takes someone that has a fair amount of experience and knowledge in using social media for, for business purposes. Um, it is one of the primary ways, if not the primary ways, certain younger generations are soliciting business. Um, so, uh, so it's been very important to get people into SCORE as volunteers, as mentors that have some of those skills. Um, it helps to have sufficient business experience uh, so you know you have some perspective, you have some experience but you certainly don't have to be retired. So I would encourage anyone if they're actively working um, and they're looking for an opportunity to give back and they have something like 10 to 20 hours a month, uh, let's say five or so hours a week that they can um, use uh, to serve as SCORE volunteers and mentors. Okay, and what's the easiest way to contact? Through the, through the website or call and make an appointment? Mm-hmm. Yep, you can go into the website at score.org backslash Orlando, and there is a spot in there about um, uh, volunteering, and that will put you into our system. You fill out a very short form with your name and contact information and the reason you're requesting to be a volunteer, and then we will get it, and uh, a couple of us that are the team that interviews people will look at, at the applicant and um, arrange for uh, an interview or two. 
And uh, once people have gone through the interview process, if they're accepted and it's deemed that they have sufficient experience and knowledge to share and the right motivations, because it is a nonprofit, it is a volunteer, strictly volunteer. So we have a strict code of ethics that there's no, let's say, solicitation of business from your score clients to your personal business. Um, and as long as that is understood, then, uh, and they meet good qualifications, we can accept them as a volunteer and then they can get started fairly quickly. <laughs> and how many, about how many volunteers are in the local scores, uh, score offices now? It's been about five dozen, I think, uh, pretty steadily. Yeah, in Orlando, we've had about 40 to, I'd say roughly 40. Um, okay. We've been growing a little bit recently. And um, of course, some people uh, time out. They're, they're at the stage of life where they've been doing this for some years and they're looking to, to, to scale back and others just coming on. So we have a steady supply of volunteers needed. Um, and so, yeah, we're actively searching for more volunteers if you'd like to join score.org slash Orlando. Okay. Lucy, did you want to add anything to that? Uh, well, I'd like to ask uh, Margie a question. Please. Um, were you uh, surprised at how much uh, time actually volunteers spend uh, helping people? Uh, that'd be number one. Number two, was there has there been a, a client that you have helped that you can see that they have progressed. I know that I've talked to a couple of people that you've helped, and they are all very, obviously, have been very happy with your uh, advice. So I just wonder if, if that's, certainly for me, when I used to do the counseling, it was a rewarding experience to uh, hear how people have started and are, for, you know, proceeding and, and becoming successful in their small business. Uh, and I wonder if you can share some of that experience, if you've had some of that. Mm -hmm, sure. Yeah. Um, uh, so out of the almost 200 clients I've had in this last two and a half years, um, uh, several have progressed quite, quite strongly. There was one gentleman early on that had a partially completed business plan. Very smart guy. He had a finance background and he was making a sports drink. And uh, he had some prototypes and some packaging and things, but very early stages. He has since, so I helped him with his business plan. We had several sessions um, and uh, very detailed reviews of the business plan. I, I put a lot into that, a lot of time into that one. And uh, he has since gone forward and gotten the financing he was looking for. And he is now selling his sports drink. He's in full production mode and he's selling his sports drink um, around the country. So that was kind of a success story. There's another gentleman that was a um, inventor, a serial inventor, uh, meaning he's repeatedly been inventing things, products in this case. And he had a product that he had one prototype for. It was more or less a consumer product with some business to business applications, uh, but it's something that could be sold in Lowe's or Home Depot. And uh, he was looking to get a better prototype, something that was closer to a production version. And since I have some product development background in the hardware side, uh, I had connections with a local uh, innovation center and uh, helped this gentleman um, at a fairly low cost, a deal that he made specifically with that center. 
um, to, to create a second version of a prototype that's more, let's say, production ready. Um, and so I felt good about that one too, as I really progressed, helped him progress his business. Um, a lot of the other people that come to SCORE uh, in the services industries, um, looking to, let's say, relocate to Florida, start a business here in Florida, or relocate an existing business, um, or uh, somehow improve their business operations, the already existing businesses, and things like that. So one uh, person uh, who was already uh, on this radio show, um, she uh, has two existing businesses, and she was looking for some guidance from SCORE on, um, let's say, improving operations a bit. And uh, she's in the entertainment side of things with um, providing um, actors and characters for birthday parties. And she also has an event venue. Uh, and so a very lovely woman, uh, very successful business owner here in the Orlando area. Okay. Um, so right. we spent a lot of time together on, uh, on some of her operations needs. Right. Okay, well, speaking and, of time, uh, I have to take another break here, but stay right there. We'll pick up the conversation when we come back with more of What's the Score? What's the score? And we want to thank you once again for tuning in and telling your friends and family about the show. As I said, that is the power of radio, and that is that it gets your message out or our message out in a big way to a mass audience, and then it spreads out from there. And uh, now with Salem Surround here at Salem Media Group Orlando, you have the best of both worlds. You have the best of the over the airwaves world and the best of over the internet world. And they can tie it all together for you at Salem Surround. All you have to do is go to surroundorlando.com or Google Salem Surround. Surroundorlando.com or Google Salem Surround. You'll see what I'm talking about. And they can integrate, as I said, your internet platforms also with your over-the-air platforms, or they can just do one or the other, whatever you prefer. But the whole point is to get your message, whatever it happens to be, to a mass audience in an effective way that will benefit you. All right, so all you have to do is go to surroundorlando.com or Google Salem Surround or call 407-618-1760, 407-618-1760. Please tell them you heard about it on the SCORE show. All right, I am Christopher Hart, along with Lucy Polito, our guest today, Marguerite Croteau, Margie, as we call her, uh, who is a SCORE counselor herself, and just telling us that uh, she's in charge of getting new SCORE counselors uh, to be uh, involved. And uh, as we know the SCORE counselors come from all different walks of the business world. I think you said the latest ones are still active in the business world. And uh, it, this is something that, you know, it, it brings a great deal of satisfaction, obviously, to people's lives. Like, like Lucy, Lucy, you've been doing this, uh, you know, quite a while uh, as a SCORE volunteer, and yet you keep coming back for more. Yeah, I guess I'm glutton for punishment. <laughs> no, <laughs> uh, the reality is I've been with SCORE, I, I don't know, maybe 22 years, 23 years. Uh, and it's been a great uh, opportunity for me to meet some wonderful people. Uh, that is the one nice thing about SCORE, you know. Uh, every once in a while we get together, and it's kind of nice to uh, hear everybody's uh, 
actually their career and, and the different types of folks that we have uh, that I have met. Uh, some of him, uh, some many of them have become my personal friends. Uh, so it's a, it, not only are you helping people, but you're basically helping yourself also because you know no matter what you have to stay tuned with what's going on in the markets so that you're able to help people. Uh, so it, it kind of you, you're not really working per se. But you are helping people in the uh, field of uh, work that, and, and you know, most of us who have been uh, professional uh, folks, really, we don't really want to. We say we want to retire, but we always want to do something. And at the age that we retire, we want to give back. So, score gives us that opportunity, and we have been able to find some very wonderful people that are willing to do that. Would you like to add to that, Margie? No, I think Lucy hit the nail on the head. And she's been at this longer than I have, too. So she's seen a lot of things um, change in her score. I, I think in the my experience with it, the volunteers are a range of, um, of skill sets and uh, life experience as well. And we have some very dedicated people that spend um, more time than others uh, as score volunteers, because they really love to engage with the clients, which are these small business prospective entrepreneurs or already started a small business and need some help in a certain area. And uh, it, I'm really impressed with the kind of dedication we have for some of these uh, volunteers to work with people. It is very rewarding too, so I, I can see why they do it. But some people have really found it to be their passion. And you've been doing it a couple of years now, you said, is what, what, is there anything about being a score counselor that you didn't expect that you're, you're discovering? Well, okay. Yes. That's, that's a good question. I have. Yes. Um, so sometimes business owners or prospective business owners come in and they come in with a specific business question, but a lot of times they, they really have some, they need to have a conversation about how they got to where they are. And it's more about um, life uh, than it is about their business question. Uh, I can give you an example. Uh, there was a woman that had um, uh, signed a lease on a very significant uh, amount of, uh, of space, real estate space. Um, for not only supporting her business, but uh, supporting other businesses in her space. And she had signed a lease on the space, remodeled the property, and uh, put a lot of investment into the property. And I uh, had a five-year lease that she had signed, but she needed to bring in about five other businesses to even um, be able to pay for this, this lease she had signed. And she also wanted to grow her own business. And we sat down to talk about what was the priority and we went through some of the finances associated with both her own business and, and the, the space she had leased. And really she had some, let's say, moment of discovery about what motivated her to make such a big commitment. And it was something her father had said to her years ago. And uh, I realized after that session that sometimes it's about a life decision or let's say even um what do they call it uh uh 
counseling well beyond, let's say, the business realm, life coaching maybe. Uh, not that that's a deliberate um, path that I go down on, on every client, certainly not. Some are very focused in what their needs are, but others really need help focusing and separating, for example, some of the business decisions from some of the life decisions or the influences they've had from others in their lives. Uh, and so that was a bit unexpected, um, but sometimes these conversations come up and people um, may not be aware of their motivations and what's driving some of their decisions um, that uh, we sit down and, and try to sort those things out when that does come up. Lucy, would you like to add to that? Anything to that? Well, you know, when you uh, talk to a lot of people, everybody has a different desire, I guess. Most people would, most everybody I ever have met, everybody wants to start their own business. And, you know, it's wonderful to have that dream, but it is tough to get it go up and running. And what I have found, my experience sometimes has been, when you tell people the things that they have to do to start, you know, with a business plan and all the things you have to start with, uh, you know, that really can tell, you can tell who is serious about it and who isn't, because a lot of people don't want to do the hard work, and it's hard to get a business started. So that's been kind of a lot of what I see in my experience with an awful lot of people. Everybody wants to do uh, or have a business, but they don't want to do all the work that's needed to get going, to get started. And that's been, I think, I don't know, I haven't been doing counseling lately, but I'm not sure that has changed. Right. Marty probably can tell you no, better I, than I. Yeah, no, it hasn't changed. Uh, a lot of people come in and they've maybe watched some YouTube videos or um, got some idea from somewhere, read a book perhaps about a get-rich-quick uh, approach and uh, come into SCORE and think it's going to be so easy and so straightforward. Um, but it's a tremendous amount of work, as Lucy said, to start a business and sorting through the priorities and finding time for it, uh, especially if someone is already working full time or in many cases is already supporting a family and really uh, finding the time and the energy and the motivation as well as not to mention the funding <laughs> to start a business is no small thing. So a lot of times we're in the position of just helping the person focus and really sort through what it is that they want um, and a lot of times people like the idea of starting a business, but they don't like the, all the work that's going to be uh, required to actually make it happen. Yep. And that's why everybody should know <laughs> about the work that is involved in that. Uh, and then uh, people who, you know, take it for granted that anybody gets into business, has it made in the shade, might change their way of thinking, even if they never own a business of their own. Uh, well, uh, it's been fascinating speaking with you, Margie. And uh, you did it like you're an old pro. You said it's the first radio interview, but it's it like you've always been doing this sort of thing. <laughs> so, but. Uh, uh, oh, thank you, Chris. I guess we could at least say right here, uh, radio is not rocket science, or a lot of us probably wouldn't be in the business of it. <laughs> but uh, uh, by the way, did you ever get to ride on one of those C-17s? Did ever, were, were, oh, no, I wish. No, I've been in them, uh, and I've been in the factory uh, back in those times uh, many times and uh, crawled all through the airplanes and all through the engine uh, assemblies as well, but never got to ride on one. However, I can say, though, 
If you've ever flown on a 757, it's pretty close to the same engine that's on a, a Delta or a United 757, which have actually phased out of production, but pretty close to the same engine. We put a lot more capability into it uh, for the C-17, but the core of the engine is very similar to what's on the 757. That's as close as I got. <laughs> All right. Very good. All right. Well, thank you for a fascinating interview. We really do appreciate it. And we'll look forward to having you back on the show. So uh, tell the folks again, if, they, you, if they're thinking about being a SCORE volunteer or might want to explore it, what's the best way to do it? So go into score.org slash Orlando and click on the links there for um, are you interested in being a volunteer? All right. Very good. And if you'd like to stop by and speak to the folks at SCORE, once again, in the National Entrepreneur Center, 407-420-4844, 407-420-4844. So uh, once again, we appreciate it. And Lucy, uh, great guest today. We appreciate that. And we'll talk to you guys. We'll talk to Lucy and Margie. Uh, we'll talk to you next week when we have more yes. of What's the Score? What's the Score is a public service presentation of Salem Media Group Orlando. All rights reserved. This was a pre-recorded show. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.